we're going to be focusing in on the topic of virtual reality specifically for the enterprise. We're going to be covering virtual reality for businesses, many of the applications of which are in human resources. Now, when you look at human resources, there's a number of different areas that virtual reality can be used. And by implementing such a solution, companies can see benefits in a number of different areas. This includes reducing costs, for instance, minimizing travel expenses by giving people the ability to meet remotely while maintaining the personal feel of an in-person meeting. For learning, for instance, VR could save time. It can also enable employee flexibility. Enhancing productivity and also increasing efficiency. Now, a couple of the key areas where I've seen virtual reality for human resources be implemented in actual businesses today in 2019 are for interviewing and candidate screening. And one of the benefits of this is actually leveraging VR to screen candidates and conduct interviews remotely. Um, basically, this is the area where firms will minimize travel expenses um, while keeping that sense of personal connection, right? Uh, Next is pre-employment experiences. Now, by giving candidates uh, maybe, for instance, a tour of a facility or a tour of a campus that a firm is built or, or, or even just a campus office kind of to get a feel for the day-to-day environment that they may be working in before being hired. Companies can really ensure they're portraying the right brand message and that employees have the right perception of the brand. And this can, of course, all be done VR. The next area is employee onboarding. VR can dramatically help speed up employee time to productivity. When a firm is hiring a large number of employees, often they'll notice that the larger the cohort size, the longer it tends to take that group of employees to really get to the point where they're proficient in their jobs. That's a lot of lost productivity if you have a large number of employees that aren't necessarily up to speed as quick as they should be. By really giving self-paced and module-based training courses sort of streamed or dispersed over a virtual reality system, this can be achieved and actually optimized. Which kind of brings me to the next point, learning and development. One of the benefits of this, which kind of ties into employee onboarding as well, um, handling compliance training or different types of new hire learning, familiarization with the company's strategy and the company brand uh, is a big piece of learning and development. Another component of it is ongoing, on-demand employee training. 
this allows employees to employees that may already work at the company to hone their skills, develop new skills, improve their ability to perform their jobs for the firm that they work with, ultimately bringing more value and more productivity to the firm itself. One example of this is with pilots in training. Uh, Currently, there's flight simulators where prospective pilots are immersed in a virtual world in which they're flying an actual airplane. In this realm, they experience the control systems and the you know feeling of actually flying and moving and having an airplane under their own control. And this is just a way to kind of get a sense for and, and sort of ramp up to the process of actually flying a plane, right? Next, workplace gamification. So this is kind of an interesting one. And it's a little bit out there, but by leveraging maybe in, um, you know, in, uh, instead of complete virtual reality world, more of an augmented reality environment where you sort of have different uh, images and frames and components overlaid on top of what somebody sees in the real world already to kind of allow them to interact with their surroundings in a new way. And uh, this is kind of um, good for, you know, training processes that involve, um, you know, technical machinery or expensive or the operation of expensive equipment. If you can think about, for instance, a construction worker that has to work with different tools, different materials, expensive materials, um, that could be costly if they're if an employee is is learning how to do their jobs and potentially you know throughout a learning process errors are naturally going to be made um, and if they're making these errors with you know, expensive materials that could be costly for the company so by having sort of an augmented reality system in which the employee can you know interact with the tools and materials they would be using in their day-to-day jobs. But during the uh, training process, of course, it's not actually a physical object. It's a virtual object made out of bits streamed to a VR headset. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely a place that I think is pretty exciting. Even, for instance, surgery. Right. I mean, think about a surgeon that's maybe going through their residency program after finishing medical school, learning how to do surgery. And if they could, for instance, have some type of augmented reality um, overlaying, overlaying just, you know, even a video demonstration or or. a guided walkthrough of the process of doing surgery on, say, a dummy or a, um, 
you know, a, a mock, mock, you know, sort of practice dummy for, for surgery, right? That could be another way to, or another industry in which workplace gamification could be leveraged. Next, I'd like to talk a little bit about health and wellness and how virtual reality could be used to foster employee health and wellness. Keeping employees happy and productive is incredibly important, right? And especially in 2019, uh, I've said this before, but with you know, the uh, unemployment rate at an all-time low, companies really need to make sure that they are doing whatever it takes to keep and retain their best talent, ensure they enjoy working with them so they want to stay for the long term. And one day, one way to do this with leveraging, of course, there's a number of ways, a number of different HR strategies across the board that firms can use. But by leveraging VR, one way is with a mini vacation or employee escapism, which could be given to the employee through a virtual reality uh, headset device that could allow them to kind of take uh, a bit of a break from a stressful day-to-day work environment where they'd have the ability to um, kind of be immersed in in that virtual um, world just for maybe a, a period of a few minutes or, or a short amount of time uh, during a break, which would ultimately uh, help them get back into their job and be more productive for the rest of the day, right? So, um, you know, it's, it's sort of a, it's sort of something that isn't being leveraged at too many organizations at the moment, at least as far as, as far as I know, I haven't heard of any companies leveraging it, although I'd, I'd love to learn about some if, if, uh, if anyone happens to know of a company uh, doing this, please let me know. But, um, yeah, the way I see it is it's almost like a meditative um, experience that that really just helps, could help an employee um, kind of get their mindset back together and, and gather their, their thoughts just for a few moments out of the day, um, which, uh, you know, mental, mental illness is certainly a very... Um, prevalent problem um, today, now as ever, right? And if 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 your mind isn't in a, in the right place, then um, you know it's really hard for the other aspects of your life to be in the right place. So yeah, this is uh, certainly exciting, and I think tremendously valuable and underestimated. Um, it seems so. Yeah, phenomenal. And the last one, the last realm of, uh, or the last area that uh, VR could be used um, in HR is just for facilitating meetings in our day-to-day lives, especially in the current day and age. More and more, we're seeing uh, remote work being common. We're seeing teams meeting virtually with tools such as Slack, GoToMeeting, WebEx, conferencing, and it's just getting more and more easy 
to dial in and communicate with teams not only across the country but across the world. And with all of these capabilities, it's only logical that it's going to improve. And in my mind, the next logical, uh, the next big avenue for uh, virtual meeting and virtual conferencing to um, really hit a hit a grand slam is with uh, actual face-to-face communication in virtual reality. Now, there definitely are some challenges, and I want to kind of talk about these um, because I don't want to be naive to the fact that there are going to be difficulties with uh, meeting face-to-face in a virtual setting. Now, um, I'm actually curious, right, uh, to hear about other other people's experiences with uh, video conferencing. Um, it's something I've personally used, and it tends to be a bit clunky, and it's also a bit awkward. Uh, I mean, I have a Lenovo laptop, and it's a, a bit of an older laptop. I've had it for a couple years, right? But the camera isn't that good, so you know, it's it seems like hardware on other devices could be an issue, and um, and then the awkward aspect, yeah, it, it, there was always a bit of a lag. There was a bit of latency in the video, uh, which, and, uh, w- when kind of streamed, it caused just not the most natural flow of conversation. Um, because if, if what the other person is saying kind of is lagging two seconds or like maybe a second or two or three, uh, in the flow of a natural conversation, um, two or three seconds is actually a pretty long time. So it can just be um, some of those kind of technical challenges can be a bit disruptive just in terms of uh, virtual conferencing. And with virtual reality, uh, there's just going to be more data and more um, information being transmitted by nature of what VR is, right? Um, it would just be a higher definition video, um, and that in turn is, is, is going to be require more data and more processing power. So it's likely that this problem could be amplified, um, which so there's a barrier there for sure. But that's not to say that it's not certainly exciting and that one day, maybe in the near future, we'll all be meeting <laughs> remotely from uh, wherever we choose to work. Now, that being said, uh, that concludes episode one of the podcast on virtual reality for the enterprise focused on HR. We look forward to putting out more of these in the future, kind of supplement the blogging and the website and would love to hear your feedback, love to hear your thoughts, and kind of taking sort of an investigative and journalism and a research-oriented mindset toward some of these topics. We would love to hear what you guys would like to learn about or what, um, you know, those that listen to this are most interested in and most uh, 
curious about when it comes to VR for the enterprise. So we can be reached on Twitter, on Instagram, or on the website, abstractrealization.wordpress.com. And we look forward to hearing from you. Thanks again, and until next time.